Hello, and welcome to Firmly Grasp It, a podcast about sports and all it's being. I am your host, Evan Greenberg. Today, we have a hodgepodge of guests on the show. This is going to be our first square table episode, as I like to call it. So besides me, we have our main co-host, the King of Jordan, Sammy Alshawabke. Sammy, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Doing well. On the other side of the table, we have our man coming all the way from Wyoming. He was our cult expert and the second best hat of podcasting, Pat Hammer. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm excited to get in the head of Bill O'Brien today, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Don't spoil anything. <laughs> Lastly, we have the man who has not decided yet whether he is Cake or Ryan, our Baltimore Ravens and Ultimate Frisbee expert, Ryan Asini. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Doing well. This is going to be a fun episode. Pat kind of alluded to it a little bit. What we are going to do today is imagine a four-team dynasty league where you have your team set up already, and you're just going through this current 2020 NFL draft, and you just want to make your team as good as possible. Expand that to all the positions, and the little trick is that all of us, we didn't get to pick a team. We sort of did, I guess. What I kind of wanted to do is we're picking our rival team of the team we normally root for, and then we have to make them as good as possible. So it's going to be a little painful for everyone involved. Sammy, you want to start off with which team you are going to be drafting for? Be drafting for the New York Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. 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 Pat, who are you picking for? Well, I've already kind of ruined that one, but I uh, so I'm, I'm going to be getting to the mindset of Bill O'Brien, like I said. And I'm going to see if I can do a better job of rebuilding the dumpster fire that he's starting attempting to burn down today, the Houston Texans. And Ryan? I am picking for the first functional organization that we've listed thus far, and I have the Pittsburgh Steelers, as much as it hurts. Right on. Mine, mine is, I was the least sure of, because I feel like all your teams that you were for have, personally, I went with their in-state division rival, the Los Angeles Rams. So that's going to be the team I am drafting for. And what we're all doing here, just to kind of explain a little further, we each decided what our team needs were, preferably. And then from there, we're kind of doing a mock draft based on that. So unless like a team, Joe Burrow, unless one of our teams needs a quarterback, is not going to go first overall. I like, we'll go over in the draft order in a bit. I likely doubt that he will. So there's going to be a little differences in our draft order. It's just, we're trying to see who has the best draft, and you, the listener, will have the opportunity to tell us who you think has the best draft. But I guess we should go into our needs. You want to start us off, Ryan, Who, what you had for needs for Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, so first and foremost, they need a quarterback since, as we talked about on the AFC North podcast, um, Big Ben's getting up there in age. They really need to find a replacement for him. He's not going to be here much longer, and Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges are definitely not the answer for them. Outside of that, they could use another wide receiver because there was some talk that they weren't necessarily going to extend Juju after this season, and they really need a secondary receiver in the first place. And then anyone in the secondary, really. Their defense was top five-ish last year, but they could always use another cornerback to help out and cover for a little bit longer and let their pass rushers get there. Sounds good to me. And Pat, what about the Houston Texans? Besides whatever Bill O'Brien is throwing away, what do they need to <laughs> rebuild on? Um, I mean, they, you're, you kind of really need, they need to address the, their defense. They did not have a great defense last year. Um, you know, trading away Clowney. They need some to replace some guys on their D line. I think that they can always address their corners and maybe even taking a linebacker somewhere around there. And then going also to their off offensive side of the ball, I think they need a guard or just somewhere to address on that offensive line. Deshaun Watson, I think, you know, I don't remember how many sacks he's had in total last year, uh, but he's up there as one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league. Uh, and look what it did to Andrew Luck. So if you want Deshaun Watson to go further than Andrew Luck's career, then you need to address that offensive line. And... Sammy, what about the New York Jets? I saw that the Jets needed some help on their offensive line. They gave up the third most sacks in the NFL last season. Probably could use a new tackle and a new uh, guard as well. Uh, they need more protection for Darnold if they really want to stick with him for the future and 
Le'Veon Bell needs some line support as well as no matter how good of a running back he can be. His production was really low last season due to being hit before he even reached the line of scrimmage. So they need more work on the offensive line as well as they're probably going to be looking at... They need wide receivers as well. They have Jameson Crowder and I want to say Prashad Perryman as well as the only receivers on the team at the moment that can be productive. They let Anderson go. And they didn't really get anyone in free agency, so they need a wide receiver that at least gets some support in the passing game so that if you want to get Bell going, their offense can be able to sink in line. And then on the other side, on defensively, they I saw that they needed a, a pass rusher. Um, Jamal Adams was second in the team in sacks. And as a safety, that shouldn't be possible with all the positions on that defensive line that should be rushing the quarterback more. So I think they need a better pass rusher. For me, the Rams were really a case of a lot of... They lost a lot of players and they weren't able to sign anybody else. Players that they lost that they I will be filling, trying to refill for them. Running back, they lost Todd Gurley. Linebacker, they lost Clay Matthews and Corey Littleton. Defensive end, they lost Dante Fowler. And cornerback, they lost Nickel Roby Coben. The two other positions I mentioned were positions that they really struggled with this past year, which were center and left guard. Because without that super strong offensive line, Jared Goff fell back a lot. And to put him on that level that he was in 2018, shoring up the line will be one of our top priorities. All right, a couple of rules. So this is a snake draft. It's not like the NFL draft where the first team, I didn't want to do it based on previous team record. I didn't want to just give someone a super inherent advantage. We did, I or I should say I did as host behind the scenes. I just kind of did a randomizer of who's going to go and pick order. So the order will be first will be Ryan, the Pittsburgh Steelers, then Pat with the Houston Texans, Sammy with the New York Jets, and myself with the LA Rams. And then it'll be snake back. So then it'll, second round will be me, Sammy, Pat, Ryan. We can only trade a little fun thing because in the NFL draft, there can be trades. We can do trades as well. However, I didn't want to do it with necessarily players that are already on teams. So the only options that will be available for trade are either the current draft picks or players that are been drafted already. Elsewhere, we're going to do five rounds. Hopefully we'll get to five. That will be the goal here. And we're going to have a little bit of a time set where the first round will be two minutes each for, per pick. The second round, you'll have 90 seconds. Third round, 60 seconds. Fourth round, 45. And fifth round, 30. Any questions for any of you guys? Sounds good to me. I'm set. All right, without further ado, the number one pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers, are on the clock. Pretty straightforward here. Their their top need was a quarterback, and I guess we're just going to go with best quarterback available, so I'm going to take Joe Burrow. All right, that was nice and quick and easy. So Joe Burrow was taken number one overall. Any comments by Sammy or Pat besides that? Uh, we clearly went with quarterback just like the actual draft. Um, oh. I love Burrow, so uh, yeah, I just want to say I love um, Burrow. That's pretty I much mean, it. Um, I think that it was a good uh, pick. I mean, I think Cake has a pretty good uh, idea coming from where, yes, Duck Hodges, even though I love him, um, and Mason Rudolph in his bashed-in head are you know definitely not what you're what the Steelers are looking for in a future quarterback. Big Ben is getting up there in – his years probably doesn't have too long left on his uh in his NFL career, and if the Steelers actually did sit there uh, at number one for some reason, I think Burrow would probably go to them. I think yeah. I would probably agree just based on Steelers' needs. The only concern I have in our particular draft is getting value, in that now you're not going to have another pick till eighth overall, and whatever needs you're not going to you might not get as high a level player. And we'll say maybe someone else might take a quarterback before then. But I guess, Pat, but without further ado, second pick in the draft for the Houston Texans. Two minutes on the clock. Patty O'Brien is trying to is looking to move J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, his second round pick for a bag of balls and a third round conditional pick in the 2022 draft. Dale. Rams a little <laughs> I don't know if we have a <laughs> we need third round picks. We trade them all away. <laughs> I I just want to get rid of them all, we'll and I'm not looking to do anything. 
We'll take his entire contract. We want his. Yeah. We want his yeah. entire contract. Yeah. Deal. Uh, Give it to no, actually. Money from as well. Yep, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I want it all. Um. <laughs> oh God. I mean, I like I said before I came into this, I was looking again to the mindset of Bill O'Brien. So I think I made a uh, fair offer and a in a good deal that I was that he would have made and gotten done. But actually, number two overall pick, and I think this is pretty much how the one-two pick is actually going to go. I'm going to take Chase Young uh, out of Ohio State. Uh, they, you know, they got rid of Clowney this past year, and I don't think I need to really explain uh, why I wanted to take uh, Chase Young. You know, he's going to be an absolute stud in the NFL, uh, and they definitely need some edge rushers. Yep, good pick. I have no gripes about it. it makes a lot of sense. That's obviously I, he was. Top on my big board, which I think I think on almost every team he's the top on their big board, unless they're a quarterback needy team as he's Joe Burrow's higher. All right, third pick for the New York Jets, Sammy. You're up. I for the New York Jets also like Tristan Wirfs tackle out of Iowa. I okay. believe that with their current offensive line that. They should address it immediately, and if they somehow had the opportunity to pick one of the the best, any tackle of their choice, really, considering Burrow and Young are now gone, I personally believe that Wirfs is the best tackle out of the four that we've mentioned between Wirfs, Wills, Thomas, Becton. I don't know about Becton anymore, but Wirfs, I see them going with Wirfs. I'll go with Wirfs. I like him. He's a good player. I would agree that he's probably the number one tackle in this draft, and the Jets have that needed offensive line as you discussed and I think every Jets fan would agree with you. Shout out to Idan. Uh, I mean I, I agree with this pickle I mean I've had him up there as the best uh you know tackle in the in the draft and I think that this is gonna be a great pick. You look at what the Colts did uh taking Quint Nelson number six uh, a couple of years ago and what a what a kind of changes that has made to their O line and it was really good. So, like I said, if you want, you know, these guys, these young guys that uh, they've drafted, like uh, Watson, like I said before, especially with Darnold too, I think this is a, a great pick for the Jets. Anything from you, Cake? Yeah, I agree. You need to start to at least start to attempt to build no line around Sam Darnold. Otherwise, he's gonna just be the next draft bust out of all of these highly drafted quarterbacks. So, yeah, get him, get him an O line, get him some playmakers, and. Let's see what we're working with here. Fair enough. I you can say he's going to luck out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Colts fun. Fourth overall pick, the LA Rams, their first round pick. Two minutes on the clock. All right. So I'm pretty happy here because can, can looking at my team's needs, like I said, I chase Young, probably my number one guy. But other than that, I have free range of anyone I want, and I have back-to-back picks here. I'm going to go where I really feel like need is strongest with this pick, and I am going to take Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson. I think they just, like I said, they lost really two linebackers with Matthews and Littleton, and Simmons is arguably maybe the second and third most talented player in this entire draft. People just love his ability to really do anything for defense. And I'm very happy to have him here at fourth overall. Yeah, I like him. I mean, he's flexible with any position, really, on that defensive line. Um, as, as an edge rusher or as a linebacker, is really anything. He can do it all. He's an athletic freak. And I'm sure any team, especially the Rams, especially with him being with Donalds, would be a, a scary duo for any defense. Mm-hmm, for sure. And anything else from you guys? The other two? Pat, Cake? I think that versatility is just really going to help out. It'll be interesting to see like if a lot of teams use him as the sort of hybrid linebacker safety or just try to stick him in as a linebacker or try to make him like stick to one of those positions. But he's going to be a good player wherever he goes. So net positive there. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be successful, especially on this team. I'm very happy. All right. Second round. First pick in the second round comes back to me. Would anybody be interested in a potential trade here of pick swaps? 
Uh, actually, yes, I would. I would really like. All right, what are you thinking? So I'll give you my seventh. Let me make sure I'm doing my math right. Yeah, my seventh pick, and then the I'll give you my second and third round. So swap seconds, and you're giving me a third, or are we swapping a third? Giving you my third. Pat, I will make the same trade with you, but I will send you a cop used copy of Pirates of the Caribbean. Wait, is that your offer to me or to? That's my offer. We're going to see how dedicated he is to role playing Bill O'Brien. You give me your second and third, and I'll send you a copy, uh, a used copy of Pirates of the Caribbean. We'll go with the first one, and you can have my Netflix password. I want the third Pirates of the Caribbean, and give me your Hulu password. Okay, we can do that. Your three, your three, your your free three month trial of Hulu. That's all I want. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. <laughs> um, um, let's see. In terms of actual trades, uh, let's see. I, I don't know what you're talking about. This is an actual trade. <laughs> uh, Bill O'Brien will take this. Yeah, I guess. I guess it is. Will Ryan, he only has uh, Amazon Prime Video. It's like an upgrade. No, it's it's the what's the one month free trials that he makes a new uh he makes a new um, email for every month. Well, he takes his uh ki- he finds his kids and his nephews uh student like emails and uses those. And uses those too. Yeah, that's how he gets his five dollars Spotify every month. Exactly. Um. Uh, so I'll have seven and ten from you, and then I'll have. 12 as well. Uh, let's do it. Oh, Perfect. I'm willing to give you 5 for 7 and 10. So you were on deal. the clock. I kind of paused it at about 30 seconds. So you have about 30 seconds to make this deal or make your pick. Yeah, I was really worried about this one uh, leaving um, beforehand. Um, I know that you know this is probably something that you needed to address, as you said before, but I'm going to take corner Jeff Okuda uh, with this pick. I mean, you know, Okuda, I thought would be gone by the time that I, uh, by the time I was picking. So that's why I wanted to move up and grab him. Uh, he's an absolute stud. And if I was Bill O'Brien watching my defense out there, I'd be sick of watching receivers just absolutely burn uh, my other corners, especially the old washed up guys they got. Um, yeah, that, I mean, to be honest, that was would have been my pick if I'd kept it. I just, I like. Like your offer, I like having seven and ten, and then I'll have twelve as well. So I'll have three picks in the next seven, which will give me some versatility to kind of work with those picks and address a couple more of my needs. All right, Sammy, you are up with the sixth overall pick. You have a minute thirty on the clock. I will select. C.D. Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. That is an interesting pick. One that the Jets are favored to pick in the NFL draft this year. I would go with Lamb due to the fact that they need wide receiver help. And he's, the, in my opinion, the best one in this class, along with Jerry Judy as well. But his speed, his versatility, his catching ability, his route running, everything about him the Jets could use on on their offense, and will, especially when their line, as we improved it with Tristan Wirfs, to give Donald some more time to be able to just sling the ball for Lamb to catch, I think will work. Yeah, it's a good pick. He's probably, I mean, he's arguably the best receiver in this class. Could have went with Jerry Judy as well. I don't know if anyone else will be happy that Judy's still on the board. But yeah, he's probably, and like I said, he seems like in a lot of, mock drafts and when we discuss or when Edan and I discuss this he seems like the guy the Jets will likely take with that 11th overall pick and you're filling the team need and you're giving them a realistic player that Jets fans could be looking forward to for a long time seventh overall pick I have Pat's pick or I have the Texans pick so I am on the clock 90 seconds and I gotta say although I would have liked Akuta I am pretty happy that the guy who I had next to my board was not taken by Sammy because if he had been, that probably would have put me in a more dire position in terms of what I need to fill. I feel like Jalen Ramsey will likely be happy with this pick as well. So with the seventh overall pick, I am going to take CJ Henderson, cornerback out of Florida. I think just at, continually, I'm um, once again adding to the defense. I've added that 
linebacker, and now I have two really good corners. So my back seven is just continually getting stronger. Where Aaron Donald currently is leading my front four. And now the Rams defense. Let's make Rams defense great again. I like that pick. Um, you know, I had a kind of a toss up. If Okuda had already gone by the time I got to this pick, I had uh, I had it between Henderson and Diggs. Actually, um, I think both of those guys are absolute would be studs. So I think that would be, I think, like you said, Ramsey would be very happy having Henderson alongside with him. Yeah, and I I personally see Henderson as a, he, I mean, I think Akuda, as I said, is the number one cornerback, and he might be kind of in his own class. But after that, I think Henderson is by himself is clearly the second best cornerback, which, like I said, if he had been taken before here, I would have been a little bothered. But now I'm happy and I can kind of focus elsewhere. Right. Yeah, so I was between... I was between Lamb and Henderson, and I felt that the offense really needed as many as much help as they can get. I know their defense wasn't the best for the Jets, but I feel like I'm kind of comfortable. I'm more comfortable with a couple other potential cornerbacks later on in the draft if I want to address it later on, as opposed to Henderson. I know Henderson is a top talent. I know there's other top receivers as well that probably would have been available by the time I was selecting again, but I felt that I wanted to prioritize Lamb over Henderson for the Jets. Yeah, and it's both those positions we've talked about many times on previous episodes are the two most in abundance in this entire draft, wide receiver and cornerback. Either one, it was you probably took, like you said, you took arguably the number one receiver. I took what I felt was clearly the number two cornerback. They're both good picks, both filling team needs. I think both the Jets and the Rams would be happy with those players on their roster. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers' eighth overall pick. Brian Asini, you're on the clock. All right. So, like I said at the beginning, need to add some wide receiver talent alongside of uh, Juju. And so I'm going to take uh, Jerry Judy with my pick here. Just continue to bolster those receiving cores, give Big Ben someone to throw to for the last few years of his career, or last few months at this point, probably. And then uh, give Joe Burrow a really big target to step into his role with. Yeah, wow. Having Judy and Juju with Burrow throwing them the ball would really be fun to watch. I'd love to just see that anyway. Burrow to Judy is an SEC nightmare. Yeah, I mean, not both those teams, LSU's team worried about Judy all the time, and Alabama this past year had nightmares about Joe Burrow. It's really a match made in heaven. Yeah, no telling where fans are going to land as far as, um, <laughs> will the Alabama fans enjoy or hate that? But <laughs> I mean, the Steelers fans would be rejoiced. The, yeah, the SEC fans would probably just be mad at each other every time that Burrow throws the ball to Judy. It'll either be, oh, Burrow overthrew him or Judy should have gone there. There'll be a lot of bickering, but that's SEC football. Yeah, Judy should have been there, man. Judy should have been there. (laughs) No no bias at all coming from you. No biases. Burrow throws only perfect balls. (laughs) Judy also made every catch. That would be good. All right. Third round. Once again. Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock. You have one minute to make the selection. Ninth overall. At this point, I know I highlighted that corner was another need for this team, but um, with CJ Henderson and Jeff Okuda off the board at this point, I'm not going to reach for the next guy up. I'll wait and see how the draft progresses. So right now I'm going to pick Andrew Thomas, the tackle out of Georgia. And really give Ben another um, another high level tackle, so he can get some protection again to finish out his career, and then have Joe Burrow be able to feel pretty secure in his in his line. Let him step into an already developed one instead of having to build it around him as he's a rookie and trying to develop. Yeah, I, Thomas, some people think he's... some. I've seen some people think he's the number one left tackle, probably within that either second or third with him and uh, Jedrick Wills, the left tackle from Alabama. He's a, certainly a good player, and once again, you are just, just have really been hammering that offense so far, really filling those yeah. needs and 
giving first you drafted your quarterback of the future and now you're just giving him those pieces to succeed so you certainly have an identity in a in going into this draft and a certain methodology of attacking I'm trying to follow the Packers model when they had Aaron Rodgers wait in behind Brett Favre for a couple of years beautiful all right now that I have Pat's third round pick so 10th overall I am up once again This spot, I'm a little unsure of myself here because my big board says one thing. What I feel like I could address is something else. Are you feeling like uh, Ryan Gregson right now? Uh, yes, definitely. I'm gonna draft. I'm gonna. Go, I'm going for speed only. I'm gonna draft Phil. Yeah, so that's take pick. a wide receiver <laughs> with your first round pick because it was the best guy on his big board at that time, supposedly. Yeah, the only issue with that is that I don't need a wide receiver. I'm good with Cup and Woods. Neither did the Colts. And the top two are gone anyway. Although, I would be in great position. If I wanted the speed guy, Henry Ruggs would be falling on my lap here. He's very I'm much still available. Him. I'm not going to lose, lose, cook, lose Cooks, but draft Ruggs. Just swap speed. I'm not going to go with that because I think, especially after we – traded for and then gave up Dante Fowler. We need some pass rush to accompany Aaron Donald. So I'm going to take edge rusher Clavon Chason from LSU. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I thought, like I said, I think he's, argu- I mean, he's arguably the best pass rusher in this class. I thought in terms of just talent overall, he was. And considering what else I already have on this defense, I'm just, I'm happy with Chason and building on the edge there. So now you I have Jason and Simmons. And TJ Henderson. And Aaron Donald. And oh <laughs> yes, but notwithstanding. Yes. Ooh wee. I like that pick a lot. That is it. I like that pick a lot. I say I like that pick just because he was my second edge rusher behind uh behind Chase Young, if uh, or just my pass rusher in general, just behind Chase Young, uh, if I had taken Okuda in the first round. Um you know, it was kind of a toss up, and it, and it's he fell back, so um, I think that's a great pick. That's why I'm happy with that's why that's why I, when I considered the trade, I was kind of happy with it. I mean, I wasn't sure that I'd even get Henderson. I was hopeful Chase on. Yeah, I mean, either both of those would have been kind of risks, and if you were in my, the same position, you probably could have got both of them. I mean, maybe it yeah. depends. What I guess I I might have taken him at that point, Chase on if I had had the. Stickling with my pick, but I am certainly happy. I think I have a I have a solid defense now. I've I've got I've got guys in the front. I've added to the front for the linebacking crew and the secondary. And from there, I don't know where I'm going to go. We'll see. But next pick, eleventh overall, is Sammy, third round pick. You are. For this pick. I will go with an edge rusher, AJ Pensa out of Iowa. He's a good pick. He would have been. Um, in terms of the Jets' needs, I felt that edge rusher was one, considering that only two Jets had more than three sacks last season, and one of them was Jamal Adams, who, like I said, is a safety. So that's very concerning from your edge rushers. And I believe they have Patrick Unwasar. Unwasar. A wasso. A wasso. Jets aren't my specialty in general because, you know, why would I care about them outside of being a Pats fan? He used to, um, he used to play for the Ravens, which is the only reason <laughs> I, I figured as soon as he said that. Yeah, Patrick Awasso, a.k.a. Peanut. I feel yeah, like... High praise for... They need a Pensa. I feel like a Pensa would be a, a solid fit over there and replace, not replace, but as a good rotational piece with him, considering the current edge rushers available in the draft that haven't been selected yet. Well, the thing is with that, Awato is also like more of a coverage linebacker. He's a pretty good blitzer, but he's more of a traditional like will. So he really won't even help them out in the pass rushing department either. So then there you go. Ed Apensa would be a solid fit then in the pass rushing scheme. All right. I'm definitely feeling better about taking Chase on now because I would have probably, if I would have probably taken, if I hadn't taken Chase on, Empaneza would have been my next pick. If considering that 
you, I'm guessing you would have had Chase on with your 11th, with your third round pick if he was still available. I most likely would have. That's why I made my. I don't know if you heard me when you selected him. I made a little. Ooh. <laughs> well, I thought that also was an LSU. I made a little side comment of like, uh, well, both both work. That is fair. All right. So now I have the 12th and 13th pick. End of the third round. Start of the fourth. So let's finish off that third round. All right, now that I'm here, I feel like I've addressed most of my major positions of need, at least in ways of accumulating good value, which means I can either add to it or I can just kind of make a couple reaches and fill out my roster. I don't think I'm going to reach with this pick, at least. I think I'm going to give myself some versatility here. And who do I want? This is a tough one. Yeah, I'm just going to – I think I'm going to use the ability of Isaiah Simmons to be a versatile kind of do-everything guy and take who I think is the best player available here, which would be Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma. You have him above Queen? <laughs> I do. I think huh. Queen – I do as well. I think Queen's more right. of a raw player. I think Murray – even though he's not as good as certainly as a pass rusher or as an athlete, I think as a leader and just kind of helping out the team, I think putting him and Simmons together just creates an incredible linebacking crew. Similar to what we saw with like Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis would be a nice comparison. I think in my opinion, where Murray fits that more intelligent Keekley role. And then Simmons is more of a do everything kind of guy. Well, don't forget. You also added chase on as well. Yeah. Well, chase on's coming off the edge. I thought about taking, I considered Queen and having just two LSU guys just kind of running around, but I wanted to mix it up a little bit too. I've, I've also, yeah, just wanted to give the Big 12 a little bit of love. And I like Murray. I love Murray a lot. I watched him several times. Obviously, when you're watching Oklahoma the past couple of years, you're looking at the offense, but he was always that one guy on defense that stuck out to me. And um, I like him a lot coming into the NFL. I think he can fortify that middle linebacker crew for really any team. And I think the Rams would figure out well to do with him. And if him and Simmons together, oof, that's dangerous. Him, Simmons, Chase on Donald. It's you're, you're building a scary defensive up front out there. And then I have CJ Henderson and Jalen Ramsey as my cornerbacks. <laughs> 13th overall. Once again, I have on the board here, we are cutting down our picks in this fourth round to 45 seconds, giving us a little bit of rush. Now that I'm here, I'm going to go a little bit off the board because I feel like my defense has been addressed at this point. So I'm going to pick say so. a guy who I think will fit the offense the best way possible. I'm going to take the best not left tackle offensive lineman, in my opinion, who would be Cesar Ruiz, guard slash center out of Michigan. Once I said, like I mentioned kind of earlier, on the offensive side, that pass rush or that offensive line is really was their most glaring need this past year. And Ruiz just kind of hits a smart, calming presence. He gives you a little bit of versatility whether you want to attack, put him at center, or you want to put him at that left guard spot, he's really suitable at either, which gives me a nice fill in there. I guess in my later rounds, I could possibly try to address the other part of the offensive line. We shall see. But at this point, I am happy with Ruiz as my man to start going since they don't... I love, obviously, we still have multiple top 15 left tackles in Wills and Becton, but the Rams just are okay at left tackle even though Whitworth is older he's still good enough at this point that I'm just gonna fill out fill in assuming he's there and then I guess next year that would be a pick to address I like the move I I like addressing it in a spot that I'm sure they could use some more rotational pieces and especially when you don't know what's gonna happen in the future potential with any injuries having that backup or even if you plan on starting him too is good to have. Mm-hmm. And I thought just the and value. We mentioned him in previous episodes as well. Yeah, and like I said, he's around that in the actual draft, he'll probably be a late first, early second guy. 
And in terms of just that guard center position, he's really just seems a class above everyone else, which is why I like the value of him here. And since I don't have a pick for a little while, I'd rather be safe with that position. And then one of my other feel like positions and needs, I think I'll have multiple options once I get there. So I'm happy. All right. We are on the 14th overall pick, which is back to Sammy with the New York Jets. 45 seconds. Around the clock. I We have mentioned him on many episodes. And I will be drafting A.J. Terrell out of Clemson, cornerback. I feel that cornerback is a position that they need to address, considering that they had Tremaine Johnson last season, who was just not good. And... They they signed or they picked up um, Pierre Desir from the Colts, which mm-hmm. is a good move to provide more help. But they lost Daryl Roberts, I, and they need more. Well, I was just gonna say I like Terrell, and I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I'm just worried of him being your clear. He's pretty much your clear cut number one guy at this point because the Jets are certainly lacking, have been lacking cornerback for at least a few years. They tried to make the big deal couple seasons ago and just didn't flame out or it flamed out horrifically and they already had to kind of cut costs i like him he was not my top cornerback available on the board actually so i felt that from his skill set what his specialties compared to the couple other cornerbacks i i do have two corners above him on my board but what they provide versus what terrell could provide to that defense i feel that he has a better awareness on the field, especially. There a couple of the guys. One of them, I'm sure we both know who I'm going to be talking about from LSU. Yep. I've watched him and a lot to know that what they have with uh, Tremaine Johnson and who they picked up in Desir from the Colts. I feel like he's pretty much skill-wise provides the same and as opposed to fills what they are lacking well they don't have johnson anymore johnson is they cut him i thought they lost roberts not johnson no they cut johnson yeah they cut him this offseason because they were paying him way too much and they he just wasn't playing well for them yeah they released him oh well then i guess it's too late for that then um (laughs) (laughs) well Jet's going to jet. Well, All Fulton, right. I, I saved you a spot, Fulton. I saved you, Fulton. Well, maybe so, now, I mean, there's potential for someone to scoop him up because now you got a couple of picks from the Texans and Steelers before you. And speaking of which, hey, Pat. I'm back. It's nice to be back, um, you know, kind of kind of out of it for a second without having my third-round pick. But um, what? Just so I'm on the same page, which offensive linemen have been taken already? So far, we have only lost three. We lost Andrew Wirfs. We lost Andrew Thomas. Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs, sorry. Andrew Thomas and Cesar Ruiz. And Cesar Ruiz, okay. Cool, thank you. All right. With that, um, we're do the in the draft. So, uh, with the Texans' next pick, I am going to be taking uh, offensive guard Josh Simpson out of Clemson. Pretty big dude. Like I said before, if you want to in, in, you know, make sure you can get as much time out of Deshaun Watson as the Texans want, or at least I think they want before Bill O'Brien trades him for a bag of balls. Um I think they need to protect him, and he's been beat up. He's been blown up. I don't know how many times he's already had an ACL surgery, um, and if he keeps getting hit, he'll at some point, like I said before, he'll probably, you know, I don't want him, or I, if I was the Texans, I wouldn't want him to luck out, but he could if they just keeps getting murdered. Uh, Kate, do you have anything on that pick? I mean, a, tra- a trade involving Desha- Deshaun Watson would at least involve two bags of balls and a seventh-round pick, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I still feel like um, who we still got on the board. One of our main tackles is still on the board, and I think that the who we still got. We picked tackles. Wills, right? We still have Wills and Beckton. Yeah, we still have Jedrick Wills. So like, 
I don't know. I mean, I think that when we're doing this sort of thing, if you can pick tackles, then you... I think they're of higher value than any of the guards, but, you know, the way that Deshaun holds the ball, the ball for what seems like forever sometimes, I'm not sure that it makes a huge amount of difference. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Simpson's a bit of a reach, even on my... It might have been. Because I, I wasn't going to get Ruiz. I have a couple other guards that I still have, and he was not. He wasn't even really on my top twenty-five big board. And considering that guard is also one of my positions and needs, even though he's he's more of a right guard, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, well, I and that's, that's what the guy. and that's what um, the Texans need to fill is a right guard. Yeah, so I guess it makes sense in that aspect. I I don't know. I have I do know I'd have a right guard below that. I personally would prefer, but that is up to your discretion. And you're filling this position of need for sure. Fortifying that offensive line is probably the top priority for the Texans at this point. We got to finish up the fourth round, and then we'll start the fifth round. Back-to-back picks with Cake and the Pittsburgh Steelers. 45 seconds on the clock. All right, so as you guys alluded to the LSU corner that was still on the board earlier. I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, cornerback Christian Fulton. Shore up the secondary for the Steelers and give them a little bit more time to hold up on the back end while TJ Watt and franchise tag Bud Dupree get try and rush the passer. Yeah, I think good pick. He's certainly a good value here, I would say, at this point. I Pretty much, at the, once you got past the first-ish round... The closer you are to where they're actually going to be projected, it's prob- the better your pick is, I think, in reality. And Fulton could go a little later. I've seen some people are maybe less fond of him, but talent-wise, that middle to mid- like maybe second half of the first round, and that maybe early, like the si- between 16 and like 23 could be a nice fit for him. And I think, like I said, I have him above, ter- I had him above Terrell and my team needs. I think he's a good player and, Although the Steelers have had some problem with cornerbacks and developing them, and he might kind of fit that mold a little bit, where someone like honestly, I think Fulton and Terrell probably should have been switched, and that Fulton would give the Jets that just guy who can have the upside of a number one guy. With Terrell, you probably know what you're already going to get. But considering that Terrell was taken, I think Fulton was clearly the best cornerback available. If I were really projecting it, I would hope that we get another Artie Burns out of this, but. Um... <laughs> If the Steelers want a good corner, then cross the fingers and hope, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the the Rams are stacked right now. I'm not thrilled about it because it's not going to help Jimmy G and co. It's yeah. just the, rea- the reality that we've made up and we're living in. Yeah. All right, we are on our fifth and final round. Picks are down to 30 seconds each. Once again, Cake and the Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock. Here, since I've addressed pretty much all of my needs, I think I'm just going to take the best player that's still available, and I'm going to draft the offensive tackle that some people have going in the top five, and he has somehow slipped all the way down here. I'm going to take Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. Okay. I mean, like you said, it's best if you're going strictly best player available, great pick. In terms of need for your team, probably not there. And I mean, I guess... The ability of Bills is that he was a right tackle at time in Alabama, and I guess you could throw him there too if you need to. So he's could he's a very solid like he's as good of a third tackle as you're gonna get. Yeah, and I mean and the the whole Steelers roster is getting older, so we'll need to need to shore up the offensive line wherever possible, and the um having two young tackles that are going to only grow in the position, and we'll be able to be above replacement level immediately, but also be able to build over the next few years. If you give an offense containing uh, Joe Burrow and just have him like short up with two really good tackles and can lean on a solid defense, then that'll be something scary. Yeah, the Steelers offense, you've just completely retooled it for the future. It'd be The Ravens would not be thrilled to be dealing with that for the next several years. Well... And thank God the reality is they traded away their first round pick, so we don't have to worry about that. 
This is true. All right, moving on. We got Pat and the Texans. Their fifth and final round pick. 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, I'm going to address the D line here. Um, you know, I think this is something that they all, the Texans do also need to address. And I'm going to take Derek Brown out of Auburn. Um, you know, I thought he was going to be gone by now and I'm happy that he's still around and definitely, uh, really going to shore up this, this, uh, Texans defense in the, probably their most glaring issue as of right now. Yeah. Uh, very smart by you. The fact that they probably need a D tackle. But the truth of the matter is, it's not the hottest market in the league. So none of our teams really needed a tackle, which allowed him to fall for sure. Yeah, that's that's playing this this draft smart. Just identifying what we needed and knowing that you could get a player like Derek Brown who could go in the top tw- ten in the NFL draft and sneak him in with that 18th overall pick. All right, Sammy, are you ready for your last round pick? I am ready. I will support AJ Terrell by having Trevon Diggs, cornerback out of Alabama. I feel that they need more bodies in the backfield as possible, as what they current what I've mentioned earlier, what they currently have is not enough. And I think I'd be happy with supporting my defensive backs with having Terrell and uh, Diggs in the backfield. Yeah, that's a two solid cornerbacks, I would say for sure. And I think having Diggs, I think Diggs, I had Diggs lower on my board than Terrell, so I'm fine with you there. And I think Diggs does probably bring you that higher upside. So recovering and trying to, you can have, Diggs could be your number, I mean, Terrell could be a better guy down in the future, but at least with Diggs, you have the potential of him really solidifying himself as a number one cornerback. And then those two could be a nice secondary for years to come. And then you also have Jamal Adams out there at safety, so it's it's a fun group to work with back there. Yes, strong secondary, I would say for sure. All right, I have I, yeah, trade. I think. All right, Kate, do you have a trade? Oh no, I was gonna say that if Jamal Adams doesn't force a trade to get himself out of uh, New York <laughs> before the season starts, that's true. <laughs> and then safety would become a major need, which a safety has not been drafted in this so far. And uh, considering I have the last pick, the safety is not getting taken 20th overall as well. So sorry to all the safeties. We love you. Probably, I would say Xavier McKinney would be the number one safety in this draft, if not Grant Delpit. Either one of those. You'll you'll be gone at this. You probably One of you will be gone by this point in real life. We just don't need you. Some other team will. I mean, I guess it also depends on how you classify Isaiah Simmons. I can, I mean, I'm fall. considering him a linebacker, but he's a linebacker. And my yeah. team, I yeah. give him the versatility to play more on the outside. Even though he could certainly just play in the inside middle, but that's the beauty. Yeah, beauty of what I did with my two linebackers. Last overall pick, twentieth, going to me with the LA Rams. Since I've basically addressed all but one of my picks or one of my needs. And it goes really well considering that this would be the Mr. Irrelevant pick. So my Mr. Irrelevant is going to go to a player of the most irrelevant position in all of football, which is running back. I'm taking the top running back off the board. So my pick is Jonathan Taylor running back out of Wisconsin. All right, I, I like thought you were going to go in opposite direction with that most irrelevant player in the NFL. I was like, don't you start talking bad about the the uh, brand here. Oh, no, I wouldn't take it. I didn't look at special teams as my positions of need or kicker. I, I'm you not saying anybody did, but, you know, the Mr. Irrelevant pick. I, I would argue that running back is more irrelevant than the brand at this point for NFL, some NFL teams. Absolute weapons. I mean, given what happened with Todd Gurley, I mean – Melvin Gordon, yeah, running backs are just not valuable. And yeah. I guess I could have went off the, them just not being picked at all would have been kind of funny, but the Rams need a running back. I don't, they have uh, Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown. Jonathan Taylor would probably be their starter week one. Did we predict Taylor to the Rams in our West episode? Did we? In our NFC West one? 
I feel like I mentioned him. I feel like I picked him there as well. Um, you may have. I mean, they don't have a first round pick in real life. Which I meant like in the later rounds, but maybe overall, I had a feeling that he's going to go to the Rams. It'd be a nice pick for them. If he falls to 52 or 57 in real life, it would be a good pick for them. We'll just see if that happens. I think he's better than if if people if he if people agree that he's number one running back. I think the first running back will go before them. Yeah, it's really up to what you think between Dobbins, Swift, and and Taylor. Yep, I mean that's really the top three. We've but we've gone into that. We don't need to go into too much. I figured we'll give our ever we'll give the listener one last review of all our picks. So let's start with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who were your picks in this draft? So I wound up with quarterback Joe Burrow, wide receiver Jerry Judy, offensive tackle Andrew Thomas, cornerback Christian Fulton, and offensive tackle Jedrick Wills. A very, very SEC-heavy draft class. I like it. I was actually thinking about that since this will be this episode will be released the day of the draft. That out of the top, like. 20 players pretty much all of them are power five players a lot i mean a lot are sec but they're really just in some years you have that guy from an out of power five conference that kind of just sneaks in there this year there's really none we're just severely lacking and just that sneaky come up player houston texans what'd you do so um i ended up with chase young jeff akuda um, I am kind of kicking myself for that fourth round pick, uh, you know, with Ruiz and Werfs going off the board. Um, I was kind of scrambling and it just didn't click that Jedrick Willis was still there. I wish I took him, but you know, we all make mistakes and especially as the Texans, I definitely made another one. Um, and then I ended up with Derek Brown also, who I think that was an absolute, uh, it would be an absolute steal of a draft. Uh, I think that's going to really make a, a stellar defense for the Texans. For sure. And I just, I guess I'll mention now that the pick is over. For guards, I personally had either Natane Moody from, actually, my first guy above was uh, Damian Lewis, center slash guard from uh, LSU. And Natane Moody, guard from Fresno State, would have been. He was Natane Moody, I was going to say. He's my on my big board, which obviously just was from my position's needs. He was the first one, not from a Power 5 school. Because I guess technically also Julian Aquara, I had him slightly above, but Notre Dame's basically a power five school. All right. I mean, might as well. Uh, yeah. Yep. Sammy, we got you with the New York Jets. Who did you pick? I got Tristan Wirfs, tackle out of Iowa, CD Lamb, receiver out of Oklahoma, AJ Pensa, ta- uh, edge rusher from Iowa as well. Terrell from Clemson and Javon Diggs from Alabama. And since we were talking about conferences, I drafted two guys from Iowa, teammates. You did. And uh, Pat drafted his first two picks for both Ohio State guys. Yeah. Really, we, went, we, went, we went nice there. We, made, we paired some teams up, some players up with their team. And then. So Iowa to the playoffs next year? I mean, they're losing everybody. It's kind of hard to do. <laughs> But um, I'm happy. If I, if I feel like if I were the Jets, I'd be happy with addressing the tackle position, considering that they got a number of guys in free agency as well, but none of them are like studs exactly. Um, and Tristan Wirfs is what I consider to be the best tackle in the draft. And then CeeDee Lamb, also my favorite, probably going to be my favorite receiver to whoever drafts him. He's my number one at, between him and Judy, even though it's a tight race. And the, the Jets really needed a receiver badly. And then Apensa. Apensa, you know, a, a, a solid pass rusher that they desperately needed, given how much they were lacking. And Terrell and Diggs, two solid cornerbacks to help out that backfield. Yeah, I would say either taking two cornerbacks or two receivers. What, taking a second receiver in that last round pick might have been a nice move as well because you essentially, besides, you had Henry Ruggs and you had any other, you could have taken your boy J.J., or any of the other guys in that late first round kind of range. Quarterback I was considering it, but after what happened with after realizing that probably could have drafted Fulton, I went with the safer option and had Diggs and just bolster Terrell in the backfield. Yeah, that seemed a bit it's it a good pick, seemed a bit of a panic move, but I respect it. Uh for me, I guess last but not least, the LA Rams. I got 
six picks because Pat only had four after I gave him the fifth overall pick and he gave me the seventh and the tenth. So I got in the first round Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson. In the second round, I took CJ Henderson, cornerback out of Florida. Third round, I or other pick in this, yeah, third round pick, I had Clavon Chase on, defensive end from LSU. And then I took Kenneth Murray, linebacker from Oklahoma. I got Cesar Ruiz, center slash guard from Michigan. And last pick, Jonathan Taylor, running back from Wisconsin. I'm very happy with my picks. I couldn't have, honestly, I couldn't have really. That's a scary front seven. I got, and on my big board, I got two, four, five, which is, and six, two, four, five, six. The only guys that I missed, Chase Young, which I never had an opportunity, and Nakuda, who I basically traded away to get Henderson and Chase on, which I'm happy with. I think I improved my depth very much. My defense is good. And then offense, the Rams had a pretty good offense in general. I just plugged in those couple positions and needs. They probably need one more offensive, either depending on where Ruiz plays, they'll need another guy to fit the other position. So if Ruiz plays center, they'll need a left guard. If Ruiz plays left guard, they'll need a center. But I'm really okay with that being my only need remaining and having a really strong defense. Because I going into it, that's what I thought they needed to address the most. And I did. But, yeah, I mean, like I just said, that's a really scary front seven for the Rams. Cool. Yeah. We'll leave it up to the listeners. So if you want to let us know who won this mock draft, you can email graspit2020 at gmail.com and let us know what you thought, whether we made good picks or bad picks for your team and who you think won it. Any prevailing thoughts from anyone on the board? Surprised, you know, players like Jack Austin Jackson and Becton weren't, uh, well, I guess Becton with the recent news, but Austin Jackson, I thought, would have been gone too. Yeah, I guess a couple guys, I guess we should mention a couple guys who unlaced on my board just kind of missed the cut. Zach Bond, he's kind of a guy that's, even though he had a positive diluted sample, he's been rising up to a potential first round pick as an edge rusher. We mentioned Patrick Queen. He yep. wasn't taken at all. I was kind of surprised by that. I was worried. When I took Mur- the point, I- when I was debating between Chase on and Murray, I was worried that if I had waited, that one of them would have been taken. I thought Queen would have been taken certainly at some point, and he was not. And then you guys have any other notable miscuts? I guess Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle from South Carolina, but considering that Seth uh, Derek Brown yeah. was the only defensive tackle taken, I guess that one made sense. I mean, I had Kinlaw on there. I definitely had Zach Bond on there. Um, and then a guy that I really like and I wasn't sure if it was going to go, I really, he was just my, like, a backup for me. It was Jordan Elliott, Jordan Elliott out of Missouri. Um, I like him a lot as a player. I think he's an absolute stud. I think he's, uh, I, I think that he'll, wherever he's going to go, no matter where in the draft, he'll be a playmaker. And Sammy, because I'm sure. You were curious, and the listeners might be curious. Bryce Hall, I only had down to 23 on my big board, mostly because there were so many other good cornerbacks that I had above him, and I figured I wouldn't really need him. In terms of talent, I might have had him a little higher. But he didn't make Bryce Hall, my favorite player, the player I've probably fallen in love with out of any player in this draft. I did have him on my big board. Don't you worry. I mean, are you not surprised? I didn't. Are you not shocked that I didn't take uh, Antoine Winfield? <laughs> safety, I guess. Yeah, like I said, that was a position that was not even addressed at all. Antoine Winfield, probably, yeah, would have been a bit of a reach, I'd say. But you might, have, you could have taken him with your fifth round pick. Why not? Replace yeah, why not? <laughs> Jamal Adams is leaving. Let's just replace him with Winfield. Exactly. <laughs> He's getting traded for a bag of beans, and then Bill O'Brien's taking a bag of balls. Really, just bags are going everywhere. Trade. <laughs> a bag um, of beans for a bag of balls. All right. Anything else from anything from you, Ryan? No, not really. Just waiting out to see how the actual draft goes. Yeah, we, if any of the GM can't figure out how to get uh, Microsoft Teams to work, which uh, yeah, that's gonna happen. be that's gonna be a lot of fun. You will be hearing this on the day of the draft, which will just kind of give you some upside on what we. Fi- the reason I did this exercise besides to make it a little torturous for us that we had to make our rival team super stack was that giving everyone kind of into the mind of what these teams might be looking at in terms of what they like with positions and needs, you kind of have a good idea of where they're going to be ranked because we 
during our like projected picks, it was kind of all over the place considering we did one division. You might have had two, four, 27, and then one team without a first round pick. And then you have to go to a whole nother division to get some mid first round guys. So you get a kind of a balance and see where like where we consider our cornerback rankings, our left tackle rankings, our guard rankings, and so on and so forth. Which kind of gives you an idea where the better, and especially this one focuses more on the better players. We didn't go into really our second and third round guys for the most part. Pretty much every guy you heard here with maybe the exception of two or three will be taken in the first round of this 2020 draft. And yeah, well, thank you all for coming on. I had a lot of fun with this. I hope you did too. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. I definitely enjoyed it. Good. It was great. And thank you all for listening. Once again, if you want to email us with any questions, comments, concerns, tell me that I clearly did the best. You can email graspit2020 at gmail.com. And don't forget to listen, rate, review, subscribe. We are pretty much on every streaming platform, so make sure you are continue to listen, tell your friends about it, and enjoy the draft. You'll have more post-draft coverage coming from us. Thank you for listening.